0: Hello and welcome to Soundwaves, the official podcast of the Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust. This week we are joined by Charlotte and Alex. For a lot of people, their time with the trust isn't a one and done. They return for more trips, then maybe they go on to become volunteers themselves. Their relationship with the trust isn't just a single moment, but an ongoing thing that sticks around and they take it into the future with them. That future for Charlotte and Alex involves careers in the medical sector, Alex is entering his second year medical school while Charlotte has just completed a master's in cancer biology. Having had cancer themselves, having been on trust trips where there are volunteers and medics looking out for them, and now they are volunteers too, I thought it'd be really insightful to hear how their profession ties into what their lives have been like so far. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Hello Charlotte, hello Alex. So we're talking about going from being a young person who's been supported on trust trips to being in the medical sector. I, I thought maybe the best way to really explore that development might be just to do that chronologically, if that's okay. Charlotte, you came on your first trust trip in 2009, I believe. That's a little while ago now, but do you remember what it was like?
1: Yeah, um, so yeah, I came on my first trip um, when I was 12 in 2009. And for me, it was a bit different because um, I was treated when I was six. So a lot of the other young people were like, maybe just finished their treatment, but um, I'd like been a long way off that once the trip started um, it was all forgotten and uh, it really helped me to have those conversations with people who understood what we've been through Um, and also really realizing that some of the things that I've been struggling with were actually normal with everyone else and I also loved the sailing aspect of the trip to have the opportunity to try new things and um, I really enjoyed that Especially coming home, not only with a lot of new friends, but like the r a a sailing certificate, really felt like you've uh, a sense of achievement after those first four days.
0: And Alex, your first trip was around 2011, I believe. Uh, so also yeah, some time ago. So, yeah. uh, what do you remember of that experience?
2: Um, yeah, I, I, obviously it's quite a long time ago now, um, but but I think I had quite a similar experience as, as Charlotte. I, I I was one of the ones that had pretty much come straight from treatment. So it's, I heard about it through um, from one of the nurses in the hospital who directed me to LMF Health Cancer Trust. And I had never been sailing before. Uh, so it was quite an exciting exciting like, prospect for me to actually get, get on the water. I'd I've never, I've, I've, I've never, sa- never been on the water before, never sailed, never done any water sports, actually. Um, so I was super, super excited. Obviously, from my treatment, my confidence had taken, taken a massive knock. So although I was excited about the prospect of sailing, I think I was quite worried or even anxious about meeting all these people that I, I didn't know. But pretty much instantly, like as, as, soon, as soon as I was on that ferry over to Isle of Wight, that all went. My confidence just started coming back. No, I, 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 was, I was on a boat with not only five, five of the five other young people who had, had leukemia, the skipper who was, who was with us also had leukaemia and um, there was uh, you know, one of the graduate volunteers as well who had recovered from leukaemia. So I, I, I was on this trip with everyone who had had a very similar experience as I had had and I think that was, that was absolutely amazing. Um, just to be able to talk, talk through um, my experiences with you know, the young people on the trip. But also to talk through, you know, what what future I might I might face um, in the next few years, and that was so so good.
0: And if I'm right, Alex, you came sailing as a young person from 2011 through to 2015, I think, before becoming a volunteer a year or so later. We'll go on top of volunteering soon. But across those years in the first half of the 2010s, what was it that kept you coming back? Um. So when I came back for uh, like
2: like return trips, I think. My my second trip was was sailing, which which I really enjoyed. But for me, for me as a young person, the the, the, the one thing I felt like I really missed out on due to my treatment was the the sort of activity activity centres, because obviously um, I, I I was diagnosed just finishing like um, when when I was in year six, so just finishing primary school, and then on the transition to secondary school. So I, I felt I missed out on all these sort of big school trips, which, you know, it, it, for, for me, for me, that was the, the real damning experience because I just couldn't you know, engage with other people my age. So, so after, you know, the first couple of trips sailing, I, I decided to, to, do, to take on the residential centre trips, uh, which was exactly what I needed just to just to improve my confidence even further. Because, it's, it's, again, it's the thing that I really felt I missed out on throughout my treatment.
0: And was there an inkling at the time that the medical sector was somewhere you might want to work towards when you were coming back again and again?
2: Definitely. Definitely. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I, I so obviously at the moment I'm studying uh, medicine to become a doctor. Um, and that's something that I, I've, I've been wanting to do well, for a very long time now, for uh, probably almost 14 years. So <laughs> over half my life, and uh, so that's that's obviously something I've been wanting to do for a long time now. But f- like through through these through the trips, um, I was able to speak to to obviously the, the nurses, the doctors that attended the trips with us, and you know every year they would sort of see me um, like like apply apply to, to this course, and every year they you know give me more tips and help me along with it.
0: And Charlotte, same to you. You came on trips from two thousand nine to two thousand fifteen, I think, before becoming a volunteer in twenty seventeen, I believe. Uh, same question to you: What was it that kept you coming back from 09 to fifteen?
1: Yeah, like uh, like other people have said in previous podcasts, it's um, there's really like the sense of belonging to the trust family and like continuing to see old friends, um, and catch up with volunteers, like Alex said, um, so that and also to meet new people. So that's really. Um, what I enjoyed and also I love the variety of different trips that the trust offers so the opportunity to do like residential trips and try something new like um, around the island race like longer cruising trips Um so like there's always the opportunity to try those different things.
0: And was there an idea at the time that you could be moving towards a medical career?
1: I think for me I always like I knew I was like inquisitive about like science but I kind of like enjoyed biology and chemistry at school and put those through t- together for my degree but um, yeah I guess I always enjoyed wanting to know more about like the human body and stuff.
0: And that sort of brings us to volunteering Charlotte what was it that made you want to be a volunteer and what is the experience of volunteering like now?
1: Um, I think just having gained so much from the trust that it was the natural progression to become a volunteer and um, help other young people on future trips uh, like give back something from the trust.
0: And do you remember what it was like when you were a younger person on the trips yourself and you had people who had been through the trust already and they were a graduate volunteer?
1: Yeah I'd love to see graduate volunteers who um, now had a job or were now at university and like to see what they'd done with their lives and kind of see that you could actually do whatever you wanted.
0: And Alex, same to you. Why did you become a volunteer, and what has it been like for you?
2: Yeah. Um, so I, I, I knew I wanted to um, go for the volunteering program almost from the yeah the first the first day. <laughs> just, uh, just, just seeing seeing the graduate volunteers that were on my boat, I was just so like inspired to sort of follow that follow their course. And it, it it it's really odd looking back on it now because it seemed like at the time it was such a far. I, uh, so, so such a far way off and such a distant thing but um, you know, now, now I'm here and a, almost a few, years, a few years on yeah I just remember, I remember so so strongly that I wanted to just stay in, stay in the trust as, as long as possible really.
0: So I think that grounding gives us a natural transition into where you're both at now Alex could you tell us where all this has led you to and what in the medical field you're currently doing?
2: Yeah so um, I'm, I'm just entering my second year of medical school yeah, I, I, as I said before, it's like something I've been wanting to do for a long time now. And I think it was actually especially the being a volunteer part of the trust that has that helped me get there because it's just, it, it, it gave me the experience of working with young people and, you know, working with young people with cancer, you know, care, caring for them and uh, well being a being team leader. yeah, you know, it, it gave me that experience with them. Which then set me off to actually have a job as a pediatric healthcare assistant. So that's like a nursing assistant who works with children. So the the, the trust trips actually gave me the experience to uh, to get that job, which then led me on to um, get my get my place in in medicine. And I'm absolutely, and I'm absolutely loving it. Like it, it's it's what I've been wanting to do for a long time now. As I said. Yeah, obviously it's very it's very early days. I have another three three years of medical school to get through. But I'm hoping to at some point become a pediatrician and be able to help, you know, help children like I was helped by my doctors.
0: And Charlotte, can you let us know what you're doing now as well and what you enjoy about it?
1: Yeah, so um after my A levels I did a degree in biochemistry because I knew I enjoyed biology and biochemistry and I knew that one day I might want to go into a more medical is to get a broad degree and kind of explore a few things Um, and then through the degree and some summer placements I realized that I enjoyed working in a lab environment and kind of undertaking research to answer questions about the human body that no one really knows the answer to so this year I've just completed a master's degree in cancer biology um, and that's given me the training to um, continue a career in research and I'm hoping one day to complete a PhD in research at some point. And I'm particularly interested in like understanding how cancer develops and like finding new treatments that have less invasive side effects.
0: Even though trust trips are part of someone's recovery, I don't think there's necessarily a huge emphasis on health while you're on the trip, or at least not until maybe you reflect back and realise that maybe you'd pushed yourself or something like that. But do you think being around medics on trips or being around volunteers who are looking out for people has had an influence at all on what you've ended up doing. Charlotte, what do you think?
1: I think, like I said before, particularly the graduate volunteers um, who were at university and like, you can see that what they've done with their lives is probably most influential.
0: What about you, Alex?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I was trying to touch on it before, but, but as a graduate volunteer, obviously you know, working alongside um, the nurses and doctors that, that come on the trips, Every sort of evening, I, I I could find a moment just just to chat to them, and and they always always be so interested about what I was doing and um and, and my applications and where I, where I was in and where I was in uh, in getting into medicine. Finally, <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. They could just almost gu- got, like sort of guide me through through the process a bit more and maybe get me to think a little bit more about some answers of my interviews, for example. Yeah, it's is, it's is quite interesting because I was. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been trying to apply to get into medicine for quite a while now um, so each of my trips I'd, I was always in the application process also I, I'd either be preparing for interviews or preparing for an upcoming exam and and everyone on those trips were always so um, willing to help with that and um, just guide me through that process
0: and so you know if someone's listening to this podcast they're thinking that this might be a path that they want to go down as well and they're still involved with the trust perhaps what kind of things should they be looking out for or keeping in mind maybe while on a trip or just in general what do you think alex
2: um well specifically for medicine for, for me it took a very long time from start to finish to actually get here you know it's it's, it's a long it's a long path but i would say that having been through you know the process of actually being a patient. It does really help you understand um, how you know, other patients that you might go on to to help, how how they feel and respond to, to certain circumstances, especially like being in a hospital. So that that is you know that is one of the key things about being a doctor, being able to empathize with with your patients, and the fact that you already have that now um, is a really good first step. But just don't give up and and you know keep on applying if if that's what it takes and i'm sure
0: you'll get there charlotte any advice for someone listening
1: um i'd say like to make the most of your experience and like speak to your consultants and discuss with them um about what you want to do so like in my experience they always love to know what you want to do in the future and they're interested to help so You could ask if they're involved in any research or any clinical trials and maybe they could help you find some work experience to see if that's what you really like to do. Maybe, like Alex, if you want to go into medicine, you could get involved with the volunteering department at the hospital. And like, you'll never know if you want to do something until you've had a go. So um, try things out.
0: And at the end of Trust Trips, we play best bit, worst bit, funniest bit. There are only two of you, so we can't go around all three. So I thought the best and cheeriest option would be to ask you both for a best bit. Your with the trust so far. Charlotte, what's been one of your best bits?
1: Um, having been on so many trips, it's really hard to give one best bit, but I think it still surprises me how each trip is so different with so many different young people and different volunteers, but there's still the same magic of seeing the impact that the trust that the trip has on each of the young people. Um, so that's probably one of the best bits.
0: Alex, what about yourself?
2: My, my absolute best bit uh, was probably about t- uh, two, two years back where um, I was a, a, a team leader on one of the boats and there was, there was a young boy uh, who uh, was probably a bit um, like withdrawn from the rest of the group and you know I got chatting to him and by, by the end of the, of the week he just absolutely loved it and he you know he started interacting with everyone else and, we, you know, we were, we were playing Uno and he like the smile on his face is I can still remember it to this day. And especially I, I think it was the second or third day where we were sailing along and, um, you know, a, a, everyone went up to the, the bow of the boat, to the front of the boat. And, and he went to go he went to go join them. And, you know, he, he looked he looked around and he would just looked so, so happy. And I absolutely loved that.
0: That's it for this week. Thank you so much to Charlotte and Alex and to you two for joining us. Just before we go, I'd like to flag up an online Q&A the Trust is holding for parents and young people who are 18 or older to find out more about our plans for next summer. It's a chance to ask the team what's being done to make trips COVID secure, what kind of activities we have in mind for all kind of eventualities, that sort of thing. Do check our social media for a link to register for the Q&A. It will be held on Wednesday the 14th of October at 7pm on Zoom. Once again, thank you for joining us and until next time, take care.